It's Britney, bitch. I've been expecting you, darling. It's only right I start your morning off with the latest music gossip, relationship one-on-one, and quote of the day. I double dare you to sit back, relax, and join in on today's fun on The Breakdown. I'm your host, Brittany Marlette, and I've been expecting you, darling. Hi, y'all. This is Oya Myra. We're on the Breakdown with Brittany Marlette podcast. Uh, today, I have two very special guests, my cousins. Um, <laughs> and they're going to be talking about their uh, journey with eating mostly plant-based. If I'm not mistaken, you guys are uh, strictly vegan, correct? Correct, yeah. Okay, so uh, Ms. Myra, I'm not, I'm not strictly vegan. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mostly plant-based, but I like my macaroni and cheese with real cheese. I try vegan cheese. It's a high size, but um, when uh, engaging in conversations with my cousin, we just start uh, talking about our emotions and how our eating habits have been tied into it. So I'm going to give these uh, beautiful young gentlemen an uh, opportunity to kind of let y'all hear their voice and see the perspective of how, I guess, the male body goes through their, um, their changes while eating mostly plant-based. And I'll, I'll jump in from time to time explaining my experience. So y'all know how this goes. This is just casual conversation. We healing. It's Wellness Wednesday. This is what we do. So we're on the uh, the Brittany uh, shit, my bad. The breakdown by Brittany Merlet. It's so hard to say that full name, y'all. Like, yeah, I, I Brittany. don't know how it's Brittany. Um, I still don't know how to pronounce her last time. Marlette. So it's a breakdown with Brittany Marlette's podcast. It's still, I think it's a dope ass name. It's just hard to come out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, my first question to uh, both of you: When did you decide to go vegan? And whoever's speaking, because you like give your name and your age, just like give them a little bit. You ain't gotta give me your full government. Just you know, give me your first name or whatever nickname you want to go back because. Okay, well, my name is Ponzi and uh, I'm 29. Um, the reason why mostly I went vegan, um, uh, it took a minute, but my brother, um, he was just researching on some books or something. And he was just giving me some information about like how bad the food was and stuff. And like the first time, like it was, this information was given to me, it was kind of hard to take in. Like, it, I understood it, but it was just kind of hard to take in as, uh, like, when you try to do action upon it, like, like actually doing the work, like, not switching straight to plant-based. So it's not, it's going to be like a struggle. It was, like, kind of a struggle for me, but I just kept, it's got to be like a consistency pattern you got to build or something. But as I kept going, I mean, it just kept getting better for me. And I kept seeing the, even for the results, I mean, I was looking better. I felt better. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Though. That's how um, vegan came into my life. Through your brother? Yeah, yeah, through my brother. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. And then my name is Broderick. I'm on 26. And it came through me because um, first when I went to college, that's when I started to learn just more about the world and how things work. And at that same time, which is where underneath my eyes swelled up real bad to where it was like, it was like a big noticeable, like, like almost not or something there. And I was going to the doctor and doctor trying to get it figured out, but nobody could really like figure it out. And and so I'm going to doctors, taking like medicine and stuff, and it's just not going down. And this was like when I first started college. So, you know, it's your first year of college, you're not trying to walk around with like a knot on your eye and stuff. So it's trying to look good for the ladies and stuff. So that caused me to really just start searching on my own. Then it also helped because I was already transitioning to learning more about like, just like learning from people like Dr. Umar. So as I'm watching him, and I was just kept thinking about that, I'm watching him then on YouTube, a video popped up underneath his video on the recommendation, and it was Dr. Africa. And it was talking about holistic health and how food causes disease and stuff. So it was like, for me at that time, it was like, oh, that's what I was looking for. It got to the point to where all the doctors were telling me they didn't really know what was going on and just give it time. But like I said, I'm in college, so I'm trying to, the fastest way to get it off. So then once I seen that, I was like, well, let me just check out the video. And when I just watched that video on just how he presented it and how he spoke about like the food and stuff, he broke it down in a way that I never, um, like never heard it really. Usually I hear people talk about like veganism and just eating a plant-based diet and it's just, I don't know, it's just the way he spoke about it. And it could be too at the point I was in my life too. So once I um, watched a few more of his videos, I found out that he had a book, the book he had. So then I went to his site, got that book and started reading it. And in that book, that's what he just talked about how Food causes a lot of disease, the diseases that Black people have um, today, and just how it just not only with disease, but how it affects your mood and how it affects your thinking and stuff like that. So after reading that, and I just went into it. We first started off, we stopped on, um, what we stopped first? We first started off stopping. Yeah, we first we started off slow with it. So we started off taking out red meat first and just went to like chicken and stuff. Then we slowly cut out meat all together. Then the last and hardest thing we had to cut out was candy, like sweets. Like that's a big thing for me that I like to eat. So that was one of the hardest things we did last. But the reason why I started, I would say, is from um learning from Dr. Africa and his lectures and to just with the um with my health, I needed it, and I can say that was the thing that really helped me out. Not just like with my appearance and stuff, but also just my thinking process and just how I react to things. Mm. I actually, when I started my journey, uh, it's kind of similar to my uh, Broderick. I cut out red meat, uh, but mine started from a health scare. 
So I knew that it was work in school that was taking a toll on my body. I was like, I'm just going to go back to work out. But I had like a lump in my right breast. And for two years, y'all, I know, y'all probably like, girl, what was you thinking? Why didn't you take care of that? I was trying to take care of it. But I'm going to say about three doctors told me nothing's wrong. But the lump kept getting bigger. That's like, it's not cancer. And then the third uh, doctor at the University of Chicago just said, you know, this is just happening with women your age all the time. I'm like, hold up. And nobody told me nothing like that. <laughs> I ain't never heard that in my life. So maybe I, I don't want to say maybe my spirit was like, get this up out of me. And then I had surgery and everybody looks at me crazy when I tell them when I got off that surgery table and I took that bandage off, that lump was still there. I was like, oh no, this, we got to do something different. And I, I guess I look at the eating part, not just on the physical part, but on the spiritual part, right? So I was noticing that things were getting poured into my womb. And that's probably why that lump manifested and didn't go anywhere after this Western science. Uh, because that was a spiritual thing that was happening to me. So I had to detox my body. So I, I took away the, the hot Cheetos, the, uh, the red meat, and then just more and more my body was like, okay, we need to go. And then doing yoga, right? Getting these things out of my DNA by moving my body, moving these things out of my, 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 uh, out of my, out of my muscles, out of my, out of my blood, all of these things. And I'm detoxing and going into these positions that yoga tell you was going to happen, but you really don't know what's going to happen until you know, so I just woke up there, I said, uh-uh, fuck it, I'm going vegan. Like, <laughs> and <laughs> this, I saw like this, this change in my, in front of me that I can articulate and watching the videos and reading the books started to make more sense, right? So I was reading things and watching things that I really didn't comprehend. But the moment I started applying these things to my life, I'm like, oh, I had an aha moment. Um, mm. So uh, as I go on into the, the next question, thank y'all for sharing how y'all started off. And I, I really hope this is encourages uh, other people to uh, at least try it, right? So everybody's not going to be strictly uh, um, plant-based. Cool. Right. But you have to learn how to listen to your body. When you get signs like, oh, my eyes swollen up. Oh, you have a lumpy. Those things are not normal. And that's your body giving you a, that's your alarm system going off. Like, I need you to be attentive to me. And then others, seeing what you're going through, like my cousin Kwanzi, will be like, oh, well, let me prevent this from even getting to this point. If I, if I see this step person putting these steps, this keeps my interest. I want to be on the same uh, wavelength. Um, so my next question to y'all is, uh, do you feel like changing your diet uh, to plant-based adjusted some of your relationships? the statuses of your relationships, whether it be with family, friends, do you think when you change your diet that things change in your relationships with people? Um, um, I would probably say, I would say probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's just because, more so because like I went on my journey and started to learn more about myself, but I guess, Eating the food helped that. So yeah, I would say I would definitely say, yeah, with um eating, it just gave me kind of more of like a calmer head. Cause I ain't gonna lie, before back then that was a little bit more my temper was way worse. So it was like I feel like with eating, and this is something my mom and my brother told me too. Like ever since I started eating like that, I've been a little bit more like calmer and easier to get along with. So. I guess from what they tell me and to just how I feel like now where 
stuff come at me, I'm able just to now have a cooler head and see like take some time, breathe and think about what that where that person is coming from instead of just acting on well, how's how's this affected me or what's causing me just trying to see where they're coming from in me. So yeah, I would I would say yeah, it definitely helped me like become a more calmer person and then that in turn helped me have better relationships with the people around me. Because at first I I I clumsy apart to tell you I wasn't the easiest to get around. <laughs> yeah. Like not terrible, yeah. but once I got in my moves, I was in my moves. So just a big dog motherfucker. Yeah, so just just so even hearing from them, they say it's way better now. So yeah, for me, I feel like, yeah, you just more open-minded. I guess, like, you just start to see things, which it, it is in a good way, because when you're not eating all that processed foods and not blocking your pineal glands and stuff, so you start to see, like, just other things you want to typically notice or anything. And then I feel like if you stay consistent in your veganism, it'll rub off to the family like I know it might be hard at first you might be that one or three people that eat the vegan and like your family eating the food but it it, it just wears off too if you're a vegan too like I thought when you first do it it might bother you a little bit because that sense is still in you so when you smell when you smell that chicken or something it's gonna bring up like that tastes good but after a minute once you keep going and going, it's going to be, it ain't even going to affect you like that. So that's what I think about. Quincy, I 100% agree with that. The right, shit right. of me being playing plant-based, I was like, a little piece of chicken go kill me, though. But yeah. <laughs> the, more, <laughs> the more I ate the fried cauliflower, because I don't like to call it vegan chicken. It's fried cauliflower. That's what I like. Um, I was noticing, oh, it's the seasoning. I'm not yeah. craving the meat. Cause it's like even my uh my little sister, she uh, doesn't like eating flesh. And I I when even before I went mostly plant based, it is only a certain amount much amount of meats that I could eat without without throwing up, right? Like I I really never liked milk because I always think about them actually milking the cow. Oh yeah, Every time that you know like that's not I don't I'm not fucking with it. Um, but I, I like the I like the way that you you presented that. And um, my next question to y'all is, did you feel a spiritual shift when you changed your diet? Whatever that may mean to you. Uh, I, I would, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I would say, I guess I would say, yeah, because like, I've changed since I ate it. I guess I maybe I experienced one, but I never noticed it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like think about it too much of like how much I've changed since then. Oh no, that's a good question. What about you? Um, I feel like it did hit. I feel like I hit my higher self because I perform better at. Than stuff I used to do like way back in the day when I was eating that. I don't know if that came into play, 
but I do notice there was a chance of enhancement of, of performance without, with anything I do. Like, I'm just more aware. And I don't, again, I don't know if that came from the food or not, but I do, I was aware and noticed that, that it was a change from, um, maybe it might have been a change from the um, processed food. Uh, yeah, I, I would probably just to add on to. I'm sorry. I would probably just say I changed more spiritually from the stuff I was learning, but then again, the food could have made that be more receptive to that type mm-hmm. stuff because I'm eating a healthier diet. So, but yeah, I would say my spiritual, I changed more spiritually just from like the stuff I was learning because, like in that book by um Dr. Africa. He talked about food in there, but he but he also talked about spirituality and stuff in there. So I that's what really helped me change the spirituality of was what he wrote in there. That was a that was one of the books like usually only I would read books for real for real for school and not even that much for that. But that was one of the books that I had to read like from start to finish because that was a good book. But yeah, I would probably say just him talking about spirituality and everything changes for me. Well, personally for myself, I definitely had a mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial shift. Um, And what I considered to be important and what's not important no more. And going back to what Kwanzi originally said, I grew, I had the same experience. I became more open-minded. Like I had certain things that I I was preaching about but I wasn't living the lifestyle. Like I'm not into, um, like I like nice stuff, but I don't let material things rule my decision-making, but I was socialized to do that. So it was like my, uh, the way I was raised was fighting with who I was. Mm. And once I changed my diet, I was a little more confident saying, no, I don't want to show up this way. And it's because of the things that I was seeking out knowledge. I know about uh, globalism. I know about imperialistic uh, motives of the United States government. Like I know these things, I'm preaching these things about socialism, but it's like, I'm not the bag. I gotta get the bag though. I gotta get the bag. And it's like, (laughs) I love what, I can't remember his name, but he said broke, uh, woke doesn't mean you have to be broke. True. But we still do need to be attentive and how are you getting the bag? Is it, is, does it promote sustainability? Is it environmental friendly? Like, are you taking the necessary steps to make sure that people are not getting abused in order yeah, to get good. the bag? You know, and if that's not, and it's not everybody's job, but I know that's my job because I'm trying to move in a certain way and dismantle some shit. So the diet is like, everything is connected with each other. And going back to what Broderick said, once that you change one part of your diet, that, that toxicity, you got to see if you can be in that place in different places, right? So my diet changed, my social media intake for the change. My diet changed, my intimate partners for the change. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a, a 360 theme. And uh, um, going back to that question about how does it change your relationships? It absolutely changes your relationships. Because if you're trying to vibrate in a certain frequency, whether it be low or high, your relationships are going to shift based mm-hmm. off of that. In your, in your learning experience. So um, I, got, I got two more questions and then we can, we can detach because I, I know that this podcast last episode was about an hour, y'all. I promise y'all won't do that again. I promise. Oh, no, no, you're good. 
Uh, so my my next one, yeah, I'm getting spicy. Changing your diet, right? Did mm-hmm. it, it change your taste in your uh, seeking of intimate partnership? Um. Yeah. Oh. I would say, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would say because now it's like now you got to think about if if is that if that person not vegan and they're not trying to do that could you be with them so now it's like when i'm thinking about do i like someone i want to date someone like are you willing for the go vegan and not all the way at least like partial or like you know just not as much because i ain't gonna lie now when i don't go like meat like cooked in our house now it's just, just the smell of it just just that smell even make me want to go up. Then I believe like it's energy in that. So now that dead flesh energy smell is all around your house. You know? So for me, I don't like like eating stuff cooked in my house now. So now I'm thinking about my partner. I will have to most likely be with someone that's vegan or at least plant-based enough to where they can at least just cut out the meat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just kind of do the other stuff. So, yeah, definitely change that. Yeah, that, that go like the same thing for me. Like, I see veganism as low-key, like the culture thing in a way. So it's like, when you enter a relationship, if that culture don't, like y'all can try, but it's like, if I keep going and trying to push her to like, hey, can you, you eat a little better or even if she just give it a try but she just still want to eat her stuff it's not gonna work because it's kind of a I don't know it's hard to explain but it's kind of like a culture thing too where it's like it's spirituality too so it's like this is something I'm not giving up I'm not gonna go back why would I go back but like you know I mean just because I'm in a relationship I, I need you to be as much as Cause I'm trying to go forward or something, but that's just as positive as the like spirituality. And and like food, that's like a big part of life. Yeah, like, yeah. You think about like you dated someone, what y'all made go through So now it's like when we go out to eat, where we going? Now? Right, right. If I'm vegan, it's certain places I can't go to. And then for us, we like like more. Kind of like the alchemy way. So even like if it's in a possible part, uh, I don't really. Can you say what y'all is again? I that one say like I want everybody to hear what type of vegan. Um, alkaline, like an alkaline diet. Yeah. Okay. So even for me, like even an impossible burger is not on ego. So if we going somewhere, it's only like a few places that we can go to where we eat. So I know that'll put a strain on the relationship because if it's somebody you don't eat like that when you date and going out to eat and eating, that's a big part of it like every time y'all go out somewhere you most likely go go somewhere to eat mm-hmm. when y'all in the house and y'all cook your dinner y'all will be like y'all need to decide now what type of food y'all make so and then too if you think about having kids with that person now yeah well what my kids go eat now i want them and she does so I agree with Paul like I just don't think it'll work at all because it's such like a big part of like you said 
culture, our culture and stuff. Not just our culture, but our every stuff. culture yeah. really. Food is like a, a essential thing for them. I'm in absolutely in agreement. And as I'm listening to y'all, I'm actually like, damn, Mario, you might make me get stronger on your boundaries when it comes to the dieting because I'm in my dating mode, you know? So I'm just like, oh, right. like free, like, oh, come as you are. I'm saying right. as you are, but I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, that's actually some good stuff to apply when dating people because I'm even more sensitive having a wound, right? So you're pouring into me whatever you are going yeah. through your life, you know? And yeah. it's, I am still a human being and I'm very heavy in my passive energy. So just like Coins just said, I'm doing all this work and you just probably gonna take me steps back. I didn't wanna, you know, I didn't desire, but I literally made that choice to do. Um, yeah. And I think you can't really uh, manipulate that, who you care about, who you like and who you fall in love with. I'm on that wave with it. Um, but you can't exercise stronger boundaries and saying, well, you know, you probably can't be intimate in that way until you like clean up your diet. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people want to talk about that. I think that's a very uh shit. Motherfuckers don't even want to talk about uh going to get tested. So I know talking yeah. about your diet before you engage with somebody physically is gonna be a sensitive conversation. But yeah. that's what we're here for, right? So that we can put it to the forefront that it is okay to have these conversations. We're adults now. We should be having these conversations. And like Roger said, especially people who are thinking about children, you probably should be thinking this far into like, what is your spouse going to be feeding your children if you have a particular way that you think that the body should be uh, taken care of? Right. Um, so my last question to y'all is each question, easy breezy as we uh, detach from each other. Who is your favorite holistic health advocate? Oh, me, easy, doctor. Dr. Yeah. Africa. Yeah, yeah, that's the season, Dr. Yeah, Africa. I'm about to say Dr. Africa. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he brought me, he really brought me into it because, like, like I said, I was watching Dr. Umar videos searching for answers to where I'm going to doctor, the doctor, nobody can tell me anything. I'm just sitting there. Then once I find, found his video, it was actually crazy because that's when I was on my journey and I first seen Malcolm X them, so I was like, I was transitioning to more like, I thought I wanted to be like Muslim and stuff, and I was transitioning more into that religion. And then I seen Dr. Africa, I didn't even know he talked about spirituality, but it was like, I had a choice of, I only had a little bit of money, but so I didn't even follow that book or the Quran, but the Quran sold out. So now I'm just gonna get this book right now, then get that later. And then once I got that book, it was like just everything I needed. He like really brought me into the eating, but he also was a big person that brought me to like spirituality and stuff like that. So it's definitely that. Yeah, I would say Dr. Africa too, because um, I had trouble, I kept backsliding into eating that bad food. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point, it was like, I don't know if I can give this up. And then I remember um, Roger gave me that book and I read it and I, I read the whole thing. When I tell you that after I read that book, like I just went straight, like it was nothing to me. It was just like a lot of mind trigger and mindset I had to get myself. And cause at first I didn't think I could do it. But once I finished, read that whole book, man, it was like I didn't even think about that food. 
I'm definitely gonna. I haven't read his book, but I'm definitely. I actually didn't learn about Dr. Africa until after I started eating more plant based. And mm. I guess material come to you when you can hear it. <laughs> Catch that tea. Um, so I'll guess my favorite. I have two because I just play in my masculine feminine energy. So I can't, I have to absorb in both ways. And uh, I'm gonna say, I've always been taught by Malcolm X because that's what my, my daddy put me on. But Dr. Kumar was that person who pushed my mind while I'm around all this Eurocentric stuff to be like, huh? Yeah, why, why are we doing this? Right. And, you know, when I saw him get, when he was just, he was just preaching about loving, we as Black people romantically should be loving each other. And when I saw it was a panel of three Black people attack him, when he was supposed to be in a safe space, oh, I said, yeah. hold on now, this brother ain't did nothing wrong. And it was like, that's a signal, something's going on in society, Myra. You need to pay attention. And it's like, you can't pay attention because you got these things uh, block you and then Queen Afua. Everybody know about Queen Afua. I didn't see people put her books out, but it was like it's that display. Look, I'm trying to heal myself. Look at me. Look. And then I was like, no, I'm, I'm feel really fit to get into it. And when I started reading her book, I'm like, oh wow. They got the black woman's womb on the chokehold. Not mass. And it was just like, if I can be a rebel. And that's why I feel like Queen Afua's work did. It had to be in combination with Dr. Umar and her. Because I feel like I wouldn't have been as adamant about it if I didn't see Dr. Umar get, I didn't see physically what we was doing to each other at these levels of success, right? Like this is on national, what is his name? He's, he's a really cool brother, but he's a media brother. And, um, but he literally bought Dr. Umar on the fucking show to slaughter him. But you not y'all know Dr. Umar, he was not going. Like he was hitting the hitting the bop, 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 bop. Was, it was it Roman Marhan? Yes. Yeah, I yes. remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I watched that. I was like, I got mad. Like I wanted to fight with Dr. Umar. Like, why y'all all attacking him? He ain't said nothing wrong. Yeah. It was just like, okay, so move this way. Cause why are we mad that he said that black men need to be with black women? Why y'all just got so mad about that? That was yeah. so weird to me. And I feel like a lot of people, alarm clocks went off. That's what, that's what was going through this point. Like everybody's like alarm clock is going off. Like, ah, uh, this we going too far. We're going too far. And you know, Queen of Four, like I said, I've seen people with her books. I see, you know, people with their their hair ties on, like, this is the holistic Erica Badu. I seen all that. And I'm just like, okay, that's cool. It was like now you gotta live it. And once you once you open that book, I think just like myself. A lot of women open that book. It's hard to finish that book because you got to do the work now. And that's mm. what happened. I stopped and then something happened to me. I was like, what, what'd she say? Let's, what'd she say? What? Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I just, it's like they put a foot up my ass. That's how I felt. I got fire under my ass. And now I'm learning through my diet the the holistic health advocates that have walked this path before us as we go on our journey to do it as we're doing right now and empowering ourselves in our community um don't wait to the fire on your ass we can't do that no more the world was burning it's cooling down now that's how i feel so um is there anything that i would like to say to the community as we detach it 
Um, I just hope he says some stuff that helps y'all out. Thank y'all for listening. Yeah, peace and love, fam. Hey, I love that. So y'all have been listening to the Breakdown with Brittany Marlette podcast. I'm Oya Myra, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Have a great day. Ashe. You have just listened to The Breakdown with Brittany Marlette, also available on Anchor and Spotify. We'll be expecting you, darling, on our next episode.